You are listening to Get Real with Ralph. Get Real with Ralph. On AM 1050 WLIP. Good evening and welcome to Get Real with Ralph. I am your humble host, Ralph Goody, coming to you from the studios of AM 1050 WLIP in Gurney, Illinois, and simulcast live from Gurney to Kenosha to the Canary Islands and all across the world via our YouTube channel, GetRealWithRalph.com, or on our Facebook page, that's Facebook.com forward slash Ralph Nudie, Facebook.com forward slash Ralph Nudie. Back in a minute. And we're back. We've got our board in front of us now, and everything is A-OK here at Get Real with Ralph on AM 1050 WLIP. Welcome to the program, and boy, it just seems like every week gets a little more interesting and a little stranger than the week before. Right before I went on the air here, I was trying to figure out my displays, and uh, I'm still a novice at, at working my own board. We've got uh, Jim Selovich from home quarantining and uh, we're going to bring him online here see if we can get him into the call and um, uh, take it from there can you hear me now i can hear you now and i can still hear ivy so let me get rid of ivy and there you are jim how are you good buddy how are you doing brother you know fantastic i lost the uh, I, I lost the part of the uh, control because i dragged it onto the wrong screen and i had to right. change it, was, it from it extend was yeah, it was probably minimized. That no. was a message I was trying to get to you. Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't minimized. It was dragged onto a screen that doesn't ah. exist. And the only way to fix it is to go in and change my display settings. And it happened right before we went on the air. Yep. So it was uh, it was kind of crazy. 
So that's that's the joy of radio right there. That's live radio, baby. It is the joy of radio. And I I sure do miss having you here to push all the buttons so I can just focus on saying what I have on my mind. But uh, it's a learning experience and it's always a lot of fun. Yeah, well, you know, if I can do it from home, I mean, sure, sure. (laughs) You never know. We we, may. So um, I'm going to get right to our first guest because I have him sitting yeah, on hold right. and then I'll, I'll do all my bloviating yeah. later. But uh, that, that's... Check, check on check, check in on me later, guys. Real important stuff to do. I will be dropping that. in on him. Sounds sounds good, Jim. I'll be dropping in on you in just a moment. As you know, over the last couple of weeks, we have been living some strange times trying to uh, adhere to the safer at home order in Wisconsin, which is for over an additional month. And it seems that everybody out there is trying to balance the the need to be safe with the need to get the economy going and get our lives going again at the same time. And, of course, in, in charge of enforcing that for Kenosha County, at least in the county areas, is uh, Kenosha County Sheriff David Beth. So I have him on the phone, and I wanted to bring him on the line. Sheriff, are you there? Try that one more time. I think I'll be able to hear you. Hi, Ralph. Can you hear me? I can hear you fine now. All right. I'll tell you, uh, operating this little board here at a radio station is is like operating a spaceship that you've never flown before. And (laughs) I've got Jim Selovich, who's been doing this for 30 years, quarantining at home, making sure that uh, he keeps himself safe. Uh, Obviously, some of us have more reasons than than others for having to stay home. So that's the safest place for, for, for him to be. But it's the most dangerous place for me to be in front of all these buttons. Well, Jim is a good backup to have for anything you want to do, and I'm glad he's uh, he's taking care of us in the background. And uh, it's a pleasure to talk to you today. So it's it must be a a strange time from a law enforcement perspective as well. I'm guessing. Oh my God, the last uh, I don't even know what it is five six weeks has been. It's something different every day. It, I mean, it it changes every day, and uh, you can't. You really can't anticipate what tomorrow is going to bring. Uh, you have to plan for the worst. And, uh, and at first, we, we weren't really doing that. We were planning for changes. We were planning for what if. And then uh, the, the, it's, like, uh, it's like you start up with a little snowball, and it just keeps growing and growing and growing. And we got, we got a, a huge snowball going down the hill right now. So, yeah, it, it's something different every day, and it's interesting to say the least. What are some of the challenges that you're seeing now that you haven't seen as much of before? Well, the big thing that has affected us this last week, and and I think it was Thursday, Wednesday, something like that, I declared an emergency for staffing levels at our sheriff's department. And we have got, uh, we had people uh, for about the last four weeks who have been sick. And we actually think a few of them had the COVID-19, but there weren't enough tests around. And they never even got tested. They were just quarantined at home. And the county health department, the county human resources department, county admin, they we're all we're all erring on the side of safety. And if anyone comes into the building or calls in and says, "Hey, I got a fever. I got a, a cough that just started. I got you know uh, uh, all the symptoms that are on the list," uh, we tell them to stay home until we can figure out should they be there or shouldn't they. So they they start off with a 14-day quarantine. And uh, um, some people have been uh, released. They talk to the doctor, whether it be their own doctor or the uh, virtual online doctor. 
uh, and and some have already come back. Uh, the one the one that that I think a month ago had it. Uh, he's back to work already, and we've got uh, we've gone from that one person out to I think today we've got about forty people out of out of the sheriff's department on quarantine um, with symptoms ranging from a scratchy throat to last I heard on Friday was I think we had seven positive people in our, in um, at the sheriff's department. Seven seven positive employees of the of the sheriff's department. Yeah, we got seven. Um, and again, our our health department. If someone comes in and just says, "I just don't feel right today," they're sending them home. I, I give I give them credit. It, it's a we it's a scheduling nightmare for us, but um, we're hoping to keep other staff from getting sick, and and that's the, the ultimate goal here in keeping our inmates and still servicing the public with the deputies on the road. Uh, and when I declared an emergency last week, what we what we did, and it, the scheduling started today. I took all of my sworn, all the deputies, the deputy officers, the sergeants, uh, lieutenants. Um, I took the detectives, our drug unit. Everybody has been placed on a new schedule that we've never had here before. We, we copied other agencies, and it's a 12-hour work schedule. You work for six days in a row. You're off completely for 12, and that, that builds in a quarantine period catch something while you're working you hopefully get rid of it in those in those 12 days and then there's another six days that you're home but you're on call you have to be able to report from home uh within an hour and everybody's got a take-home car uh so they can report to if we got a serious accident so we've got deputies on the road we'll have them in the courts monday through friday but one of our a lot of where we're missing people right now it's in our detention center and I'm trying to think. It's like 20 people of our 40 are our uh, DSOs, direct super, um, supervision officers at our detention center, and we're cutting it close. We're uh, I know they just closed another dorm. Um, I actually uh, we, we actually had a, a we told our deputies that you may have to go in and work in the jail because we're shorthanded in the jail. So there, everybody's kind of all hands on deck on this one. Yeah, I can imagine that it would be all, all of all of the all of the jobs in a in, in a department that that people earn over time that are maybe a little less a little less uh, street heavy, uh, but also less essential. I imagine that in times like this, it is all hands on deck, and you have people on the road that haven't been on the road in a long time, and so on and so forth. Uh, would, would that be an accurate? Accurate. Oh, oh, oh absolutely. I've got people, and I don't want to say they're terrified, but, you know, we've got new computer systems. We've got uh, um, writing citations. It's all done on a computer now. And there's a lot of us that have been around for a while have been off the road. We've never written a citation on the computer. We've never written a report on the computer as far as what the deputies on the road do. Um yeah, they're, they're they're going through their briefcase trying to find those old three part carbons, and uh, they're they're not there anymore, right? <laughs> That's exactly it. You're exactly right. And and I asked them, I said, "Can we still do this?" And the, our computer people are like, "No, you have to do it. You have to do it on the computer. You have to do it in, in New World. You have to do it on tracks. You have to do all this stuff." I'm like, "Oh man!" Um, so we've got we've got deputies and detectives that have not done this for a while that are 
nervous. They're going to do a great job. I'm not worried about that part, but they're nervous about uh, the new technology that's there. So, Sure, well, from, from a community policing standpoint and dealing with, with the public, uh, human psychology doesn't change. But now the uh, it's kind of like me today behind this board here, pushing a bunch of buttons I've never pushed before. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's scary to even somebody who's – I'm a, on the tech-savvy side a little bit more than most – but this is a piece of equipment that that prior to four weeks ago I never touched in my life, and every <laughs> little every little mistake, every little delay is heard on live radio. So there yeah. there, there are no do overs, and that's yeah, the same thing when you're a cop on the street. There are no do overs with that stuff. But but the writing the, the paperwork part, you, you get a do over on that at least. They they know what to do. Everyone out there is really good. The people who got promoted are detectives that haven't done this well. I mean. They're, they're the ones that follow up and do everything after our deputies and they get stuck. So they know what to do is just actually getting into the computer, kind of like what you're struggling with. Maybe we can get uh, Jim out there to help back us up and we can, we can have him on call. Um, but that's, uh, that's what we're doing right now. We've got today was our very first day. It started at 6 o'clock in the morning, and it goes till 6 o'clock at night, and then the second half the second 12-hour shift starts this should have started a little while ago it should be two hours into it well those sound like those sound like the type of shifts that uh i I was a law enforcement specialist in the air force and uh it was a long time ago now well over so long ago that now my son's in the military but i remember working 12 when you had uh wartime exercises or any time we were in a higher threat com level or something like that you would go from working an eight-hour shift in a normal rotation to to 12-hour shifts but your, your rotations would be shorter for whatever reason or or you'd work an extended period of time and then have an extended period of time off so it it, it does take some adjustment you, you, suddenly you're you're, you're working a different schedule. Your sleep schedule might change as you go from from working second shift to working uh, six at night to six in the morning, which is an even longer shift. So uh, there's a lot of challenges, and, and I feel for your uh, for you and 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 your guys that are. But it makes a lot of sense to do the things that you're doing. I imagine the jails are probably a little emptier. You have people that don't need to be there out if they can be at home or on some sort of uh, house arrest or home confinement? How does that work? Well, if, if you want to go back to six weeks ago, we had about 850 people in our jail. Um, and when this whole thing started, we met with all the leaders of, of county government, uh, uh, county HR, and, and also uh, my command staff. And we sat and we, we talked about, okay, we have to limit the people that come into our jail. And uh, we told immigration, we told U.S. Marshals, probation, state probation and parole, our agencies within the county, our law enforcement agencies. And we told them, limit who comes in. For marshals and, and immigration, the detainees, we said, no more new people until this whole thing gets sorted out. Immigration didn't really like that. And they said, well, if you don't take... And we would get people right off the plane from other countries, and they'd put them in our jail. I said, we're not going to do this. And they said, well, if you're not going to do it, we're going to pull out our people. We said, okay, if that's really the route you want to take, that's fine. And they did, and they took 170 detainees out uh, within 36 hours of, of us saying we're not going to take them. And it really was a godsend to us because what that did is it freed up uh, blocks for us so so we could actually, as new inmates came in from you know they you know you have someone that you have to put in jail had they're felons and we put them in the jail 
we can quarantine them for 14 days in open cell blocks. Um, and then uh, we work with the judges, and judges says if anyone has in your jail has a uh, bond of $500 or less, we'll reduce that to a signature bond. And we also took our Hubers and anyone else. We, we went through all the people that were left in the jail and said, okay, who is not a risk to society and uh, minor crimes? And we put them on electronic monitoring, and we've reduced Again, six weeks ago, we were 850. We're about 425, about half of what we were six weeks ago in our jail. And uh, so that has helped us create open space, spread people out for quarantines. And um, our staff has been really doing a fantastic job, whether it be in the jail, making this work, our, um, and really our, all of our sworn with what we're doing right now, too. There has been really no complaining. Everybody realized this is a different time, and I couldn't be any more proud of the staff. I don't care what department you're in on ours. We have about 400 employees at the Sheriff's Department, and every one of them has done exactly what's been asked of them with really no complaints. Well, that, that, that's pretty remarkable. I, I imagine the jail must almost be a scarier place to be right now than the road as far as being afraid of contracting the virus because you're in close quarters uh, with people for uh, more extended periods of time. And then I, I, I'll bet the, the second highest risk is having to go into, into a home on a domestic or something like that. Are you seeing, uh, are you seeing different types of calls come in than normal, uh, more domestic or more, more calls that are, are related to people being stuck at home and getting fed up with each other? Well, that's what we thought we were going to see. And to tell you the truth, our calls for service have gone down since this started. Our calls have gone down about a third. Since, this, uh, since people have been staying home, um, less accidents, less traffic on the road. Um, so that has helped us, too. That has helped us to manage uh, different shortfalls or, or you know, possibly what's coming down the road for us. Um, so it, things are working out in that, our favor. That's very, that's very encouraging to hear. And it's a, it, it, it says something positive about... I don't think just our community, but I think the community at large that even though people are angry, even though people are second guessing how long and how severe these quarantines are. And, and myself, I'm one of them. I, I question things. I comply, but I question. And I think that's important. I think most people that are questioning are also being compliant, even though they are questioning. And that's what makes America so great. And, and any other country, as soon as there's a discourse, they feel like they have to smack them down and, and, and shut them up. But really, I, I think some of the some of the conversation, some of the questioning will, will help guide those decisions so they're not completely unilateral all the way through. But while we're questioning it, I've noticed that people are kinder to each other in general, and they seem to be looking out for one another. Yeah, I agree. Um, when the few trips I've made to the store to pick up the groceries for the week, um, have, have to make a few runs to do something, um, people are there. Everybody's kind of keeping their distance when you when you go into the store. I go in at odd hours, so it's, it's definitely not busy. But everyone keeps their space. Um, they are polite, and we've had uh, we've had a few calls where people have said, "Hey, there's at the dog park. There's 20 people sitting at a picnic table talking," and and so we send a deputy over there. We say, "Hey, you know, you're, you're not supposed to be grouping up," and uh, and it's not a lot. We've not received a lot of phone calls, but everyone people have been very cooperative, and uh, we've had zero issues. 
And pe- people are improvising, and I'm glad to see that that's allowed to happen, at least here in Kenosha County, Wisconsin. Last week I covered a story where a, a mayor sent his police force out to a church having a drive-in church service to start citing everybody who pulled up $500 apiece just for pulling into a parking lot. And I'm looking around and I'm thinking about all the places that cars are congregating anyway when there isn't a church service going on, such as in Kenosha, the Big Star, or at a grocery store or at a liquor store. And it, it seemed a little draconian to me to see to see that going on. And even though this got extended longer in Kenosha, I, I, I don't feel as though people are being told what they can and can't do completely. Uh, there's there's a group of moms that I noticed that, that parked in a parking lot in an undisclosed location, and they would kind of caravan their cars in a circle and sit on their tailgates a safe distance apart, probably just to have some human interaction, and uh, yet still stay safely apart. Uh, I've got the show here. I have less guests and less people working in here. I, I have a musical guest about six feet from me today. So I think people are finding ways, and if, if they're allowed to use their, their, their own common sense, I think people generally do, and it's good to see that that local government is cooperating with people and letting people make some of their own decisions, because I think when people feel like they can't be trusted with their own decisions, that's when they start to go off the rails a little bit. Well, I agree with you, and we we live across the street from Brightondale Golf Course, and, and we walk over there, we ride our bikes, we've taken a drive through there just to see what's going on, um, and just the other day, we we went in and there were three cars in one of the parking lots. Everybody was like about 20 feet apart. And there were three people sitting on the tailgate. Like you just said, they had had the, you know, they were the SUVs had the back things and they're talking. And I thought, what a great way to go uh, see your friends. And we've been, uh, one thing that uh, we've been doing is zooming each other. And I don't know how to do it, but my family sets it up and we, we actually have seen our family, my wife's family, who are scattered throughout the country, more the last four or five weeks than, I mean, not face-to-face, but on, on the Zoom, than we have in years. And isn't it's that, been really kind of nice. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? We're, we're doing the same thing in our family. We're having fa- Facebook video calls and Zoom calls, and, and our, our kids are having Zoom calls with other kids. And, and I've been using this technology for work for a while because we have people all over the country that that we that we collaborate with, but mm-hmm. I, I've never used it in a social setting until now, and it's not the same as person-to-person interaction. But that is that is the strange benefit is that suddenly we're interacting with people that we normally don't get the chance to from further away because life has slowed down so much, and there is a, there is a blessing to having life slow down a little bit. Yeah, and I'm going to take it even further. I mean, here are kids. I've got a daughter who's a senior at Central High School and a son who's a sophomore at Central. And we would run from wrestling to tennis to softball, and every night you're running and running and running. And I'm raising, a- I'm raising my fourth wrestler, so I, I feel your pain. <laughs> uh, but this last month or so since the, the school's been closed, we have every person has a night to make dinner. Uh, my son, he lucked out. He got leftover chicken and uh, some rice roni and something else for some leftovers from last night. He he made dinner for with that. My wife did it last night. We we went out fishing today. We have a little pond behind our house. We went out fishing today. My daughter and son went for a bike ride down the driveway over to Brightondale, and uh, my son helped me do a few things back at our horse farm today. So we're doing things with the family. 
that we've done, but every day we're doing something. Every day we're playing a game. We, we did Wii Bowling. We did uh, tennis. And I found out that I really stink at Wii Bowling. Um, and my kids and wife crush me every time. So all these different things that we later or before because of time, that part I'm really enjoying. The, the being with them and seeing them and, and uh, I, I'm loving that part. It's, and I'm fortunate. I'm still considered essential, even though maybe my employees don't think I am. Um, I'm still considered essential. I still get paid. I understand that there are people out there that are not getting paid, and this is, this is a terrible situation for them, and I understand that part too. There, there's definitely going to be some financial devastations here, and I hope that other people are able to look at their blessings in, in the face of financial devastation and, and face whatever, whatever comes next, with, with, not with fear, but, but with gratitude for what they didn't lose so they can, they can build, rebuild the things that they did lose because it, it certainly isn't easy for people out there. Uh, and, and I'm married to a school teacher, so same thing. She's, she's still getting paid. That's a, that's a wonderful thing. Uh, I'm, I'm in real estate, so that all depends on whether or not somebody's going to buy something or not this week, of course. But it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it, it's definitely a time to pull together. We're frequenting as many local businesses that are doing curbside uh, pickup or delivery as, as, as possible throughout the week because these, these are our friends that own these businesses and in the community, and we, we, we hate to see them suffer, and we, we want to do the best that we can for them as well. Yep, I agree with you. We've done a few of those, um, and usually, usually during the sports season, which I know you understand, it's, it's stopping at McDonald's, it's stopping at the Burger King, or um, after a, a meet or a tournament, you, you run to, you know, out here, maybe you know, one of the the restaurants, and and it's a little bit slower for us now, and we haven't been hitting as much, but we are still going and hitting some uh, some of the places, and and that part's been good. Uh, it's amazing how. When you don't do it for a month, when you don't go to a restaurant for a month and actually sit there and have people wait on you, um, you you miss that. You miss this. You miss just not having to do the dishes after you get done or going to pick it up. You just go and sit and leave. Yeah, the, the best um, you can do now is, is bring home a pizza and put it on paper plates because otherwise you're 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 doing. <laughs> I've never done so many dishes in my life, and and I haven't done much compared to my my wife and kids, but still. <laughs> And then you find your concentration has changed or, or everybody being at home makes it harder to concentrate and finish things because the only thing I've been able to finish at home is a meal. Oh, um, we have been, no. It, 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 the kind of nice thing is is they're all helping me. And Again, we live, I live on a farm and we have horses and, and uh, we have to go feed them twice a day. And the kids, are going, normally they don't help me that much. They're getting ready, they're doing homework, they're heading out in the evening or they're getting ready for school. So I'm up at five, four thirty in the morning, going to take care of everything. And now they're helping me and they're doing it. My son was out helping fix some things and take a fence down and fix a tree that came down. They're all helping do stuff. So in my, my world, uh, my family is, is helping much more and kind of watching them do stuff here has been, I've loved it. I've loved that part of the last four weeks. Um, fact that my oldest one, this is her senior year. She's missing, uh, softball. She's missing, um, you know, prom and, and, and the different parts that go along with your senior year, all that excitement. Um, uh, but 
being selfish, she's going to be leaving next fall for going to UW lacrosse. I get the this last month for that part has been pretty special. Yeah, that's got to be that's got to be difficult for the senior. I have a senior in high school as well, and I have no idea what they're going to do graduation wise or anything like that. But it, it seems. It seems that all the high school drama things that are so important seem so much less important even to them when when we're worried about our, our, our world at large. Uh, and overall, it, it's th- this could be this could be a net positive, I think, for our communities and for our country if, if we all remember what we went through here together and, and we take that with us uh, after this crisis has ended. This is going to be this is could be life-changing for all of us. This is going to make us rethink how we do business, how we uh, keep in touch with our families. I, I'm hoping, you know, even this Zoom that we do, hopefully we keep that going with our families and our friends. Um, hopefully our friends we can see more often and have the, the backyard campfires and do things like that. Uh, but even, you know, maybe we won't live so much the uh, the day by day in the running. I mean, you're, I know you're exactly the same way with with two very active kids, and the third, my third one is 32 years old with a grandchild. All you do is run every single day. They do it, and this is giving us a chance to kind of take back something that we lost years ago. My wife has gone through photo albums and brought up things the kids did when they were small, and you forget. You forget about that stuff, and it's given us a chance to kind of relive part. Of it. Um, but it's going to be interesting to think how our kids, our seniors right now, are going to look back at this 10 years from now and think about how their high school career ended. And uh, I wonder I wonder exactly how that's going to change how they, they think of things. I think these are stories that our kids are going to tell our grandkids the way our grandparents talked to us about the Great Depression. I really do. <laughs> I, I think I, you're right. I, I really think that this is going to have such a, you know, my children, I have six of them, range from three years old to 21 years old, from being a toddler to being in the Navy. And I can't imagine anything ever having a greater impact on lives all the way around. Even 9-11, 3,000 people died in, in, in a matter of, of hours, in a matter of, of, of days and that was a horrible thing, and it changed the entire mood of our country. But not nearly as many people were personally affected, had their lives personally disrupted for as long of an amount of time, and not nearly as many people died as, as, as are dying from this, and not nearly as many people were affected financially as are being affected by this. And it's, it's hard to say what, what the future holds, a lot of a lot of the economists predicted that that this was the catalyst for a, a bubble to burst. Anyway, we'll have to see if they're right. But regardless, I can't see anything having a more profound impact on on life as we know it. And for for generations, the the, the story will be told, and and we can only pray that we take the positive out of this and, and, and make life and our culture and, and our society a better place for it when we're done. Yep, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, hopefully that, that is the things to remember. I'm, I'm sure it depends on, um, for me, what I'll probably remember five years down the road after I retire, that um, all the hard work and, and how, what everything everybody did uh, in my department to make things 
function and to make sure that we are protecting our community and, and guarding our inmates, doing everything we're supposed to do, they're, they're doing it. And, uh, and I'll remember how close our family is during this time. And it, it's not, it's not just watching them on a, on a tennis court or a softball field. It's actually being with them and going for the bike ride and, and doing all the things you, you had children for, um, to, and you're doing it with them again. So this is, Hopefully, these are the memories I'll carry with me five years from now, and all the headaches that uh, that go into it, those will kind of pass to the side, and we'll see. I guess we'll see in five years or so. Well, Sheriff, thank you so much for uh, for for weighing in on this. I know that uh, you you have a very busy uh, busy schedule here doing all this, and uh, we we appreciate everything you do for our community, and uh, hope to have you on again soon. Anytime, Ralph. Thank you, and you have a great uh, great week. Thank you. Again, that is uh, Kenosha County Sheriff David Beth, and uh, we'll be back with Jim Selovich and our musical guest Ben Moana after the break. This is not a drill. This is real. Get real. Get real with Ralph. You are listening to Get Real with Ralph. Get real with Ralph. On AM 1050, WLIP. And we're back on the air here. And the buttons aren't working again. Here we go. And I have on with me Jim Selovich here. Jim, go ahead and weigh in. Let's see if we can hear you at least. Can you hear me now? Can you I, hear me? What's, I can hear what's, you. What's happening? Can they hear me? We, they can hear you. I can hear you. They can you. hear me. All right. We, we've got Jim joining us via Zoom here. And, Zoom, uh, baby. Zoom, baby, Zoom. Zoom. And Zoom. Uh, glad to have you on the... Uh, every week I think I've got this encounter a new problem that I've never done before. So we're getting it figured that's out. How, uh, that, that, that's how we learn, Ralphie. That's how we learn, buddy. But Trial and error. You've thrown me a little music from afar here. And what what the heck you throw me here? A little Captain Tennille, huh? Well, it was released on this day, 1975. Uh, Love will keep us together. Well, so I send you some. Tr- I'm send you some uh, Ricky Nelson as well, and uh, Prince had two top ten hits back in this day. Back in this day in 1986, Prince has "And Manic Monday" by the Bangles. Oh, that's right, because he did write that. So he had two he sure did. He two sure, hits, yep. one that he wrote and one that he was playing. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a pretty cool little uh, yeah. trivia question. And I, and I remember the spring of 86 very well because I was on spring break down in Daytona. Drove all the way down uh, 22 hours straight from Kenosha down to, um, down to Daytona Beach. It was MTV's first uh, spring, uh, uh, was it, you know, spring break that they had down there. And it was, uh, it was a party and a half. Let me tell you what, brother. That I wish- song was big. I did a couple of spring breaks in my uh, in, in my military days down in South Padre Island, and those were some of the wildest oh days oh, of my life. I, I can only imagine. Uh, we won't be doing that anytime soon, it looks like. Uh, no. But uh, we do our own little beach party if we want to, right? No spring breaking, but we do have uh, we we do have a little music break here in our studio. We've got Ben Moana here sitting okay. eagerly at the microphone. Say hi, Ben. Hey, how are you doing? Fantastic. By the way, What's anytime, up, ben? anytime you see that that light in red, that means that uh, you're hot, man. So uh, 
you know. All right, gotcha. We don't have to worry about Ben saying anything too crazy. So, <laughs> Ben, you're a musician in the in the Kenosha area and um, and a very talented one. That's why we invited you to be on the show. Well, thank you very much. Uh, thank you for coming. And uh, you've, you've lived here for how many years? You know, I've lived in Kenosha now for uh, just under eight years. Gotcha. Yeah, under eight years. I lived in D.C. for about a year and a half. D.C. is like a foreign country compared to Kenosha, isn't it's, it? Yeah, very, very foreign <laughs> compared to. But I do like Kenosha. I, it reminds me more of home, so I like it. So Kenosha reminds you of home, and home is U- Uganda, right? Uganda, East Africa, yes. So what are the similarities between Kenosha, Wisconsin, and Uganda? Because now you've, now you've got me interested. <laughs> uh, you know, I think it's the people. I think how nice the people are. In, in, in D.C., and I do love D.C., but it doesn't have the, the warmness or, um, you know, the hospitality that, you know, that Kenoshans have. Kenosha feels like a small village almost, and I'm, I'm more, that's more my speed. You've got a little more of a transient population in, in D.C. Nobody's really from there, and I think that that's probably why people are a little less friendly because they're not connected to their own roots there like they are in a town here where we were talking before you came on the air about the fact that you know my family's been here for four generations, and now you're a, gener- you're a first-generation American. So someday maybe your great-grandparents will be saying that, that uh, their family has been here for four generations. Yeah. So you just yeah. don't know. Yeah. So you got to start playing music in childhood? No, as uh, um, my dad worked for a company called World Vision, is a great um, NGO, um, it's a global NGO, and um, so we moved around a little bit. But one of the places it put us was Nairobi, Kenya, and uh, I started playing um, music there. Actually, only because uh, um, this is a girl I was talking to that said I really like guitar players, and um, I didn't know how to play guitar at that point. So I I went home and did my homework just so I could talk to her, and uh, that's when I started playing music. So you learned how to play guitar for a girl. Yep, that's it. <laughs> well, let's. Uh, we're going to have to. Um, we're going to have to see how those skills worked out for you. Did you get the girl, or you got a different one now? You know what? Uh, I am married now, um, not to that girl, um, but uh, it worked out really good. And uh, what's the first song you wrote? Um, the very first song I wrote uh, is actually "Home." Um, is a is a song I'll maybe play for you guys later, but it's uh, it's called "Home." I di- I didn't write it all in one day. That's I think um, why it's the first song I ever wrote. I wrote verse by verse until I was able to say, "Okay, I think this is uh, I think I'm comfortable with how this sounds." And yeah, that's the first song I wrote. Gotcha. And and you got a couple of them set for us tonight. Yeah. So we we've got time for you to do one before we go to the break. Uh, at least one. And then, of course, we've, we've, we've got some chit-chat going on back and forth between you, me, and, and Jim here. And then uh, af- after the top of the hour, we're going we're gonna to really plug you in and, and, and have, you, have you show us your chops. So uh, sure, what, yeah. what are you, you going to start out with? You know what? Let me start. Why don't I start with that song? We just talked about it, so why not? All right. Yeah. Fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen. Say home, but it's been arrested. And what if your heart 
It has been broken a thousand different ways. Don't let the time steal your memories. Just search and find yourself in this melody. Sounds like familiar loving. Sounds like the song of home I know. Might be home all along. You never know. You never know. feel the same so if you've forgotten then the stories that you tell are all in vain but every marker it holds a meaning so we got closer every mile you drove away see ooh, ooh, mm, sounds like familiar loving Sounds like the song of home I know Might be home all along You never know You never know You see home's not a place It's a feeling Whom you love That's where you belong And good times in not Faster a feeling you have cause you're not alone Cause you're not alone Sounds like familiar loving Sounds like the song of home I know Might be home all along you never know you never know. Woo! Thank you. Beautiful, beautiful song. And uh, that's the that's the first one you wrote when you wanted to get the girl, huh? <laughs> no, no, no. That's not the one I wrote. When I that's not the, the one you wrote. Okay. No, no, no. So tell us about this song. What is it? Uh, this song, Home, is uh, is a song that reminds me of... Uh, so, as I mentioned earlier, I'm from Uganda, and I've been in the USA now, closing up to um, 10 years. And... Um, uh, this song was actually inspired by my mom. Like, when you've been away from a place for so long, I haven't been back to Uganda since, and I'm hoping um, after all this madness ends, I'm able to go back and visit my family. Um, but uh, when you've been far away from a place for so long, you start to forget, you know, what what familiar things are. You start to forget, you know, what your country, you know, feels like, smells like, what the food smells like, what the people are like, and um, you have to work so hard to hold on to. Um, just little things that will remind you of it. And for me, it was my mom's voice. She used to hum a tune that, you know, it sounds like... And you turned it into your own song. Yeah, so I thought, you know what, that really, really reminds me, and it's one of the things that really does feel like home. It's one of those hums that it didn't have words, but it made you more sad if you were sad or made you more happy if you were happy or even made you angry and you wanted it to stop but you just didn't want it to stop at the same time so um i thought you know what let's uh let's write from there
Fantastic. And uh, now you've been playing. You've been playing for how long? So when you met the girls, you wanted to play guitar. How old were you? <laughs> I was uh, 16. 16? I was 16 years old, yeah. That sounds like 16-year-old life anywhere in the world. Yeah, that is. Yeah, it is actually 16-year-old life, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I am married to a a beautiful lady. She's uh, Kendra Mulwana, Kendra Copen Mulwana. Wonderful. Kids? Not yet. Not Uh, yet. Not not yet. yet. How how are you handling the quarantine? You know what? Uh, We're making the best of it. Um, We both work from home, and... uh, we both love being home anyway, um, so you know no one has gotten on each other's nerves or anything like that. Uh, and um, we're both kind of independent. Um, Kendra is the type of a lady that can literally sit there and stare out the window um, for hours, so it's not like she's uh, she can you know she could be by herself no problem. So we're taking it easy. Some days are good. Um, some days can get a little rough because you know you can't be outside. It's too cold and. And for me, I'm talking, you know, 45, 50 degrees is still too cold. So I just stay inside all the time. Yeah, I, I don't like this weather <laughs> yeah. at all. Yeah. That is one that is if I could change any one thing about Kenosha, Wisconsin, it would be the climate. A hundred percent. You know, uh, my family asked me all the time, you know, because they uh, they they know where I'm. So they put their their my location on their phones and uh, it's in Celsius. So sometimes they. They look at it and say, it's zero degrees, Benjamin. Stay inside. And <laughs> they don't understand. Well, when I look, it's like, yeah, zero degrees is pretty popular, pretty like normal when it comes to Kenosha. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's uh, that, that's just a normal February afternoon around yep. here. <laughs> that's right. Well, I, we, we've got time for one more. So why don't, we, uh, why don't we plug you in here to another song? And we'll probably play right to the top. And then uh, when we come back, we're going to talk more with Ben Moana and uh, Jim Selovich. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, here he is again with a, uh, another song. Uh, what are you going to play for us? You know what? I've been playing this song because my wife loves it. Uh, I've been playing this song. Um, it's a cover, but uh, she, she loves it, and she's like, it, it, feels, it feels good in quarantine. Am I okay to play that? Absolutely. All right. All right. All right. Here, here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Ben Moana. This is by Whitney Houston. Clock strikes upon the hour and the sun begins to fade. Sooner or later, figure out how to chase my blues away. I've done alright up to now. It's a light of day that shows me how. And when the night falls, the loneliness calls. The loneliness calls mm-hmm. Oh, I want to dance with somebody I want to feel the heat with somebody Yes, I want to dance with somebody With somebody who loves me Been in love and lost my senses, spending through the town. Sooner or later, the fever ends, and I wind up feeling down. I need a man to take a chance on a love that burns on enough to last. But when the night calls, my lonely heart calls. 
my lonely heart calls mm -hmm. Oh, I wanna dance with somebody I wanna feel the heat with somebody Yes, I wanna dance with somebody With somebody who loves me On a love that burns out enough to last When the night falls The lonely heart calls My lonely heart calls mm. Oh, I wanna dance with somebody I wanna feel the heat with somebody Yes, I wanna dance with somebody with somebody who loves me. Whoa, ladies and gentlemen, Ben Moana with a very cool cover of uh, a Whitney Houston song. Yeah. And uh, we're going to have plenty more his music and lots of community information. And we're going to even come back to Jim Selovich, and he's going he's gonna to give us some 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 entertainment and maybe make us laugh a little. At least it's going to make me laugh. And uh, we will be back right after this. Right after I click this little thing, if I can find my mouse, and here we go. And that did nothing. No. Nothing. <laughs> I have nothing, nothing, nothing. There, there's my Whitney. There, there is your Whitney. I love that. Yeah, I know. Not, you know, not my thing, that's for sure. <laughs> Ralph Nudie, you're listening to Get Real with Ralph, and we got a little Prince rolling in the background. This song came out uh, on this day in 19... <laughs> Bada -ba boom what year was it, Jimmy? <laughs> I'm just laughing at your intro of that. outro of that song. That's beautiful. Rolling out some Prince back in 1986. 1986. This date made me six. He had two top ten songs, Manic Monday and Kiss. Which, by the way, I kind of like. Oh, I, I love really the Tom awesome. Jones version of this song. I, yeah. I don't actually yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah. I just love to make fun of it. But it is. Uh... Oh, no, no. It's No, come on, dude. Tom Jones is wonderful, dude. What's new, Pussycat, huh? Uh, not much. It's on day 30. Uh, day 30 of uh, quarantine, self-quarantine type of isolation, which basically just breaks down to I don't have a job and I don't have money to spend to go anywhere anyways. We'll have to ask Ben uh, so, if he knows how to sing Don't Worry, Be Happy. Ain't got no job, ain't got no style. Yeah, well, I got money, I got money to pay the rent, though. That's uh, good. So so uh, uh, things are going good, man. Uh, just kind of uh, just chilling out, uh, which we do during this time. Sure. Uh, and and I, I won a caption contest at uh, Comedy on, on uh, State in Madison. They have this uh, thing online where you can write down the best caption to this whatever the picture was. What did you caption? So, uh, uh, well, okay, the picture is, uh, and maybe we'll put it up on your website later. Absolutely. Well, um, it, it, it's, uh, as a matter of uh, fact, uh, if you okay. screen share it, we'll put it right on the live feed. That, That's yeah, facebook.com that. forward slash Ralph Nudie. You guys, right, if you're listening, right, right. tune in there and hit the share button. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, do that, but it's not coming up real quick because I, you know, I can't uh, do that. You got to go digging um, for it, huh? That fast. Well, I ain't that fast. Plus, I, my train of thought, forget it. What was I talking about? Um, so it had a, uh, a like a, a um, 
little girl's birthday party with one girl with her face in a cake. So uh, mine was, it's a celebration of Julie's 10th birthday. Uh, it's, a, it's a celebration of uh, Julie's 10 years uh, and uh, narcolepsy. So, you know, with the face and the cake. And <laughs> so, um, so that's what happened. And so I won uh, four free tickets to uh, comedy on state in Madison. So, um, so maybe uh, when this thing lifts, um, hopefully it'll be by July. I can go out go to Madison, but I'm, I'm going to trade it to do some time up on there. You know, it's going to, it's going to lift I'm, by oh, July. I, I have confidence it's going to lift by June. Hey, as long as my Hall and Oates, I can use my Hall and Oates tickets. That's the main thing right there. July 26th in Milwaukee. I got some sweet Hall and Oates tickets. Got hey, some ben, you into, ben, Ben, you like some Hall and Oates? You know what? I don't know what those are. Hall and Oates? I do not know Hall what Hall and Oates are. Daryl Hall and John Oates. That's all right. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll That's some homework for you, Ben. You yes, sound great, please. by the way, man. Thank you, you very much. You sound great, brother. I really, really enjoyed your music. You've been on my radar for a while. I've talked to Ralph. Ralph can vouch for this. Like, we got to get Ben in here. I Absolutely. So much about this guy. I've seen you play before. And I'm just sorry I can't be there to shake your hand right now because I really enjoy your music, Ben. Well, awesome thank guy. you very much. I, I was here right with him, and I still wouldn't shake his yeah. hand. Yeah, <laughs> we still haven't shaken hands, so <laughs> it's still it's we, all it's we, all good. We, we did the little the greeting. It's such a weird thing to be in this we culture did, where did. you're not shaking hands when you've been yeah, taught we, your we, whole we, life yeah. that that's yeah. a polite thing to do. <laughs> yeah, I gotta do the elbow thing. I think I've elbowed so many people, and you know. Or you just wait. Uh, well, now I gotta stand six feet apart, and my elbow isn't. My, I don't have that long of arms, so I just <laughs> wave my elbow at people as a as a, right, like a right. gesture. I mean, I mean, what what can you do? You can't spit on them. I mean, that's not right. That's either. yeah, no, that's not right. That would that would defeat the purpose. There. I think we should just all start <laughs> saluting each other, like like but, in the service, but like I, that. But I would be I would be impressed if anyone could spit six feet. That's impressive. <laughs> that is impressive. Isn't there an animal that spits six feet that it uses it as a defense? I'm trying to think what animal. Like a cobra. Cobra can spit pretty far. Cobra. Yeah. Do yeah. they have cobras in Uganda? Yes, they do. Oh, they do. Dairy. I mean, they have tarantulas in Australia, so that's even worse. Tarantulas so. don't scare me as bad as cobras. A tarantula is not going to kill you. I don't know. I mean, first of all, it has to catch you. That is true, but so does a cobra. Yeah, but when that hook comes out, man, uh-uh. <laughs> no. And I'm not scared of snakes in general or, or spiders in general. I'm not one of those phobic people. Like if I saw just a common snake, you know, slithering along, I wouldn't think much of it. Uh, I've seen water yeah. moccasins. I've seen rattlesnakes, and those scare me a little bit. Okay. But cobras... Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan of snakes at all. So did you just, like, when you were a kid, did you just go, like, running out in the, in the um, I, I don't want to say, or in the, no, no, it, not at all. No, um, you lived in a, in a town? No, actually, you know what? I had a, a pet leopard at some point. And a pet leopard? Yeah, it was Could pretty it amazing. Could it hear? Or was it a deaf leopard? What was that? <laughs> 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 that is good. I've been, I've, been, I've been cooped up for like 30 days, man. So. I'm also absolutely joking with you. Yeah, I, did not can... I did not have a leopard, no. You didn't have a pet leopard? No, I was just joking with you. Okay. Yeah, okay. Right. That's well, good. You have In me. case you're wondering. I mean, they, wondering. they just had the Leopard King. Maybe. You know, it could be. <laughs> no, no, have, I didn't. Have you watched the Tiger King? You know, I watched the first episode and it just felt... Uh, it just felt like I wasn't going to make it. And it felt like it was going to make the quarantine much longer. So I just... <laughs> I left it alone. I watched and, I watched the first 10 minutes of the first episode just so that I could do it. just so I, I could speak it. from 
from a position of authority, if anybody uh, brought bro, it up, I, that I, I can I, tell you, I, it was one of the worst pieces I, of. I, 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 I so can't do it, man. I, <laughs> I, you know, I've been watching a lot of TV, though. Believe me, I've been watching a lot of TV, a lot of documentaries. I think we, people should really take this time so much. Okay, yeah, we're going to turn our minds off and say, watch TV or watch movies, things as such. But I think we really need to start educating ourselves as well. Take this time to look at documentaries. Take this time to fact check. Take this time to to look further into what's going on and, and be more educated. So when we come out of this, we know better. My wife you know and I watched I mean? a documentary on the bubonic plague the other night, which I oh, mean, talk about good. getting a dose those. of reality. I won't watch those. those I won't watch. <laughs> so we're, we're getting a dose of reality on top of our reality because that happened in the Middle Ages where there wasn't, yeah. you know, they didn't but, have Netflix you know, I mean, back then. The, the, the whole the, the whole thing, you know, with people watching a lot of TV, people are going online. What are they watching online besides this great show and other great musicians and great people doing it? What's the most thing watched online? Well, I know, I know the right, probably right. pornography. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's pornography. Yeah, I watch a great. Uh, I, uh, I'm being serious too. I watch a great. Uh, it, it was a festival winning uh, documentary on pornography. What's going on nowadays? It's called uh, Pornocracy, and it is. It's, it's all about the money. Looked, about them, not so much the money, but who owns? I mean, they own all the porn hubs and all the different things owned by one person, by one company, and these are tubes. And, and nobody in in the industry is they making any money anymore because it's all free. They're taking all this thing and they're just putting it right on. Well, yeah. Finally, people aren't paying for something that they could just probably do on their own with their loved they one. They do, and they do <laughs> yeah. on their own when they do on their own. But you know, but that's that's just the thing. I mean, it's 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 uh it's very uh it's very shady, very obviously. It, it's just a dirty industry. That, 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 well, it, it's a dirty industry. It's but it is an industry, and it is legal. You know, to to make those, uh, what I understand. I mean, that goes back to the, you know the sex workers. Of course, they get the worst, the worst of the worst. But you know, but what about your your uh your 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 uh, dancers, as far as the strippers. And, you know, I mean, I don't want to get all way into this, but there, there's a point to be made there that they're kind of tossed in. Because when you hear uh, when you hear the word um, sex worker, what do you think of? You always think of the worst of the worst and everything that we've been working together on, right. you know, to to combat it, to com combat it. Right. Right. There's that part of it. You know, so a lot of these dancers and things as such are college kids putting themselves through college or doing what they can do. I mean, it's a legal job. You know, but now they're not getting anything out of what's happening with the pandemic and things as such. Jim, I, I, I'm surprised that you really believe they're putting themselves through college still. <laughs> <laughs> I've been cooped up for 30 days. Um, <laughs> that's what he'll do to you. <laughs> no, oh. but... Uh, it's you know I'm a, you know I've been some guy for a long time. I mean I I I've met a lot of dancers in my day. I, you know they knew me by my first name, and I knew them by their first name, their real first name. You know Luca, but, and uh, she lived on the second floor. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's there's different ben, types of things. Ben's, trying, getting... Ben's trying to figure that song out right now. I love it. You I know, love it. Let's do it. You know he is, aren't you, Ben? Uh, maybe. You, you know what we're talking about, right? No, I do not. Oh my but, gosh, you know, we're we're gonna corrupt this poor man. He's only yeah. been in this country for how many years? You know, I'm gonna make ten years soon. I think I actually just made ten years not too long ago. <laughs> we got right here. We're gonna corrupt him right now, Jim. 
what, what, what do we corrupt him with? I can't see what's happening. I, you know, oh, he's, he's playing I, a song I here. I, I would love to be an influencer, but I'm not the type of influencer. Or am I? I've been cooped up for 30 days. You know, now I'm going to play that song in my car all the way home just to, just to learn it. This is for Jim. I live on the second floor. He's Luca Hoogies on the second floor. Yes, I think you've seen me before. I can't hear it. If you hear something late at night, some kind of trouble, some kind of ask me what it was. Just don't ask me what it was. Just don't ask me what it was. I think it's cause I'm clumsy. I try not to talk too loud. What's that? What's that? Maybe. That's a little bit of Luca there for. Uh, oh, for, for... oh, with with, with the uh, yeah, the kid who was uh, yeah, that's kind of Suzanne that's Vega. Dark. That's kind of dark, man. That is kind of dark. That's a dark song. I like her other one. Do 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 Tom's Diner. <laughs> with that, we better we better have uh, we better have Ben roll out a song here just to get yes, that, just to get that yeah, taste out of our mouth. It's kind of like please, when, you, when you please you know when you ate something it doesn't taste good so you got to like get the next course and then start eating it right away so with that ben uh what are you gonna give us man yeah um this is uh this next song is actually called it's called stupid love um after this uh i always call it this madness after this madness is over i shot a music video of this song um with uh some really good friends of mine uh someone actually watching here uh danny and uh emily and um really just a some really cool guys uh, came to um, came to be a part of the music video, and uh, hopefully once all this is over, we'll be able to release it and have a release party um, that I hope you guys attend as well. Yeah, it'll be really cool. But the song is called "Stupid Love." Um, I wrote it after playing. I wrote it last year after playing um, um, my favorite game in the world, Assassin's Creed. Um, is my favorite game in the world, and uh, it's it's just a story. It didn't happen. Uh, just someone... just say that again. Say Assassin's Creed one more time with your accent, because that's that, that, it's, it's very cool sounding. Assassin's Creed. All right, all right. Go ahead. Okay, okay. Um, and so yeah, it's uh, it's just a story. It didn't happen. Uh, there is uh, some one time after a show, someone asked me, did did that really happen? And I'll I'll play the song first for you, and then you figure out uh, what the person was asking me if it actually happened or didn't happen. So, this is uh, Stupid Love. Hope you like it. Honey, now I must go. You see the village on fire. And the flames in my fold. Honey, I left my candle on Right on the bedside table When I locked the door And baby Love blinded me It caused the burning desire That ran to my feet and darling, it cost me all I own. But lying here with you, baby, 
is worth the suit and smoke. should go my clothes are not on the wire cause I left them too long and baby love messed with me yes I lost my whole attire but the shoes on my feet and darling that's all I own But lying here with you, baby Is what the wind and cold of my sire who sent me to my knees baby the last of me is so please say that you love me cause that's all I need and darling say you love me yes then that swing at the gallows be worth everything. Mm -hmm. Be worth everything. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think I'm in love, baby. I'm in love with you. Think I'm in love, darling. Stupid love, love. I think I'm in love, yes. I think I'm in love. Stupid love, love. I'm in love, darling. Stupid love. Ben, ben Moana, everybody. Back okay. after this. Back on AM 1050 WLIP, Get Real with Ralph, your host, Ralph Nudie, in the studio with Ben Moana, who has been playing some of his awesome music for us. And, of course, we have uh, via Zoom, Jim Selovich, co-hosting co from Zoom. afar. Zoom. From, from uh, beautiful Kenosha. Kenosha, from, Wisconsin. From Kenosha. So we are on both sides from, of the state line at the same time. We got one host on one right. side and That's one on right. the other. The cheese curtain. 
the cheese curtain, the we're, state line. We're in Wisconsin big, uh, and Illinois. We should change our call sign to WII. Oh, there already is a station that does that. Uh, that's already taken. That's already taken. Darn it. How are you guys doing? Awesome. We're awesome, doing awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Ben, uh, you're hot. How, how are you doing over there? I'm doing pretty good. How, yeah. are, you, how are you, you doing? Say, did you say he's hot? His mic is hot. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I don't know, man. Hey, that's, that's okay, hey, man. It's hey, okay, I, Rob. I don't pass judgment. I just don't that's swing okay. that way. Hey, you know, I, I, I would probably say the same thing if I was in the studio. I'm just watching from afar, though. So. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> well, that's the cool thing about music is you can you can enjoy it from close or from afar as long as you've got good sound, which is uh, good mo- social distancing there. Yep, yep, yep. That's that's the most important piece. So many cool social distancing concerts right, going on right. all over the place, uh, mm-hmm. with with some of the big super groups as well as a lot of right, local right, music. Right. You yeah. know the the interesting thing about this whole stay home thing is the earth has become much flatter. The the playing field has become much flatter for artists. Mm-hmm. Think about this. You have the same amount of technology and the same amount of ability to get exposure as Elton John. Right. Pro- probably more because he, he did that whole iHeart uh, radio thing, and the guy couldn't even figure out how to play music online, so he just hosted it. Oh, no. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he's old. You know, what do you expect? Yeah. No, um, it's, it's, been, it's been actually interesting that you say that um, because, yes, it, it has uh, – at a, at, to a certain extent, um, brought like a lot of uh, opportunities to you know musicians that haven't gotten that exposure or gotten the chance to play mm-hmm. at a live venue or go anywhere to you know to, to to show off their stuff. And so it's been a really really cool uh, platform uh, with all the different you know like having us on the radio here and going live and Facebook and Instagram. It's really been awesome in a way. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, you know, pe- people are home and they're they're clamoring for for something new and fresh and good entertainment. And uh, ha- have you been doing Absolutely. some live stuff from your house? Yeah, you know, I did a. Uh, I'm so sorry. What was that? Um, That's a good question. I was about I was about to ask that question. Stay out of my head, Ralph. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's I have done a few uh, live ones. I did one with uh, So Far Baltimore, um, where they did a story takeover, uh, and uh, you basically just log into their. Um, and if you don't know, it's so far Baltimore. So far Baltimore is a uh, um, so far sounds section, uh, Baltimore section, um, and so they did a takeover, um, and I was on their on their uh, Instagram all day long, just posting stories, posting um, songs, posting you know little comments here and there, um, and so that was really cool. And then I did one with Time Out Market Chicago, which was uh, really really cool. Um, I was able to. Um, sit with them and uh, send some music their way. Um, a couple ones, yeah. But I've done about three, and it's been really, really fun. Yeah, we've got our uh, we've got our green room series that we we do as well, and we'll have to try and we'll have to try and get you in, in, in yeah, there I, as well. I got, yeah. I got I got a question for Ben, if I may. Sure, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, hey, Ben. Uh, uh, how has your writing changed during this pandemic? Obviously, it's changed. I mean, all our thoughts and all our feelings have changed since, obviously, because of this pandemic. How has that changed? Are you writing at all during this time? And how is that changing what you're writing? Yeah, you know, I um, had a uh, project in mind before the world, quote unquote, ended. It didn't end, but, you know, it kind of feels like it. Um, but um, I had an idea in mind of something that I wanted to do as a next mm-hmm. project. And so um, this uh so uh, isolation and social distancing that has allowed me that time to write. And the uh, project that's coming up is a little bit different from the very first one that I released last mm-hmm. year. 
um, in that I'm going to do, I don't want to give too much of everything away, but uh, I'm going to do pretty much all the instrumentation on it. So it's allowed me some time to sit um, with a different instrument every day and um, mm -hmm. get familiar with it, get very, very comfortable with it. Um, and so, yes, I am still writing, but a lot of the um, songs are going to be from, you know, different instruments right. as that, a root. That, 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 that's kind of the thing. I mean, as artists, you have more time to explore yeah. uh, and, and, and to pick up another instrument. That is right. You know, yeah. as, 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 as a comic writer myself, I'm spending all this time. Like, what am I doing with my time? I got to. I gotta write. I gotta do something, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, you got you. Yeah, you, you have to do something to keep to keep it going, because you know. But now you have time to actually sit down and do it. And you know, it's you know difficult I mean? though. It's it's not. It's it sounds straightforward, but it's mm -hmm. not as uh, straightforward as it sounds. Because I'm sure right. as a as a as a writer as well, you can identify. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you right. get inspiration you just, you, from yeah, just yeah, moving yeah. around, I mean, um, right. getting out of the Ex house and going somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I would say for the first few weeks, I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, it's like, okay, I got to adapt to this. I can't go out and do this. I can't do an open mic or be in a show or something. Right. And I, so I'm just kind of like, well, what am I doing? You know, I have to do. You know, at first couple of weeks was that way for me. I just had zero. You know, going on up here from you know, um, yeah, you're right. You just can't sit down and write. You're just That's like, right. I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna write this great song, or it is this sketch is gonna be great because I'm gonna sit down. And I'm gonna write it. Yeah, um, and even yes. you know, so funny thing you just said that. I, I don't plug like open mics here in, in Kenosha, mm -hmm. a very important thing, and uh, it's really cool to you know when you have like a new idea and you really just want to test it out or something like that. It's a good place you know you want to go, and maybe you don't mm -hmm. know anyone, maybe you know some people, but you try out a new song. Um, to see right. how it goes, but hey, here we are now. <laughs> you know, you can't right. really. Well, well, well that, 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 that's a, that's the thing, and, and uh, you know, I've listened before, but you know, Rob can attest to this. I mean, I, I've been saying, you know, I'm I'm so curious and, and, and kind of excited what's going to come out artistically from all this when everyone has a time to to you know go down different avenues, try different things. You know, like you're you're learning to play more music and more more, more instruments, and just you know, kind of, I'm very interested in see what what the, how the movie's going to look, how you know how how books are going to read. You know, uh, obviously music, how what music's going to sound like when this is all done. Absolutely. Uh, any, any, anytime we have anytime we have a, a a major shift in the mood of the country or current or the events, mm -hmm. you you have a shift in, in our arts. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right, let's hear another tune. What you got? All right. Um, we'll play this one. This one is a favorite one of mine. Um, it's, a, it's a single I just released. I released in uh, around November. And um, it's called Lies of the Devil. It's, it, was, it was written from a place of... Um, processing feelings I had gone through uh, quite an interesting relationship that um, you could probably tell from the song, um, you know, what the relationship, how it ended or how it, it went through. Um, and so I wrote a song from it. The song is called Lies from the Devil, uh, Lies of the Devil. And I uh, hope nice. you guys like it. Sweet. All right. All right. Here he is. Time. The fears in my heart, I say never mind. Now I see right 
through the lies of the devil and i'm not gonna chase this time oh no 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 oh first off i'm not that gullible baby I know that you've been around The preacher read the good news to me Said the truth was gonna set us free The line was just for me Yours was Jewish Oh, so I found your calendar, baby dates and none of them are mine should have heard what the lover said the truth has been there all this time then love is blind yes. then love is blind then love is blind oh no no I got wolves in chains so if you're close, they're gonna find you You and Jordy better run Cause when I come, I swear to God I'm bringing fire So when I come, I swear to God I'm bringing fire So when I come, I swear to God I'm bringing fire yes. Oh no This time I wrote your eulogy, baby Two grapes and one of them is mine Should have heard what your lover said The truth has been there all this time You should have run when you had the time But you're out of time, darling you're out of time No You told the lies of the devil You told the lies of the devil, baby You've been lying to me You've been lying You told the lies of the devil, baby You've been lying to me That's the good stuff, baby. That's the good stuff right there. Love that. Love Ooh. that. Thank you. Dark song. Nice. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, you know, I'm, okay, so a couple of times I've been asked, like, man, yo, that sounds like some crazy stuff happened. It's not. It, nothing that crazy happened, um, but it's maybe I'm a little bit too extra of a person. My like, my wife loves to, loves to tell me that. Like, sometimes you can be a little bit extra, so... Um, <laughs> so, so that's kind of where that st stems from a little bit, but, uh, all artists are a little bit extra. That's you, how, that's how we get there. You have to be, absolutely. Um, you have to be. Um, and so I think part of it too, I wrote that song really late, uh, later on, um, then, then the relationship happened. But, um, I think in that song, I learned to, 
to be confident in my feelings, to be to trust my feelings. Like you know, if this if that's how you're feeling, that's how you're feeling. You can't change that. And that's so you right can there. you can yeah as, as, yeah. as soon as you open that door, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You it, can it, either it, ignore it's, it's it or trust up, it. It's open up another channel of your mind. That's right. Yeah, you, you so, know, and it's more of you that you're putting into your art as well, and that's being honest with yourself, and that's bringing uh, something, you know, sometimes a little deep, you know. But yeah, I mean, but that's part of the expression, right? That's right, 100. percent Jim and I've had um, probably what 50 different uh, musical guests now over the course of the last year, 45, and we've had some repeats. And yeah, yeah, it's, it's the ones we like really a lot. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, it, it's great to hear the behind the music, the behind the scenes stuff that, that, that goes on in, in people's minds. And I, I feel like every week we learned a little bit more about the creative process because we talked to so mm -hmm. many different creative people and how they got exposed to music. Like you saying that it was all about a girl at 16 years old. She said she liked a guy that plays a guitar and there you are playing the guitar. But then at a certain point, your love for the music itself takes hold, which... A hundred percent. And, you know, I think that's, uh, um, you live and you learn, but I think that I really, I really li liked what I learned out of, uh, this particular experience of like not even ending up with, a uh, um, person I learned the guitar for. Um, but the love for music just became so intense, um, for me in high school, um, towards the end of high school, it, it became something I almost couldn't live without. Um, and so it was one of those things where I'm like, okay, uh, yeah, it didn't work out with this one person, but boy, do I like playing guitar? Do I? I really like. And I played, started playing with like uh, John Mayer. I'll play you the song next. What you know when we play next? Mm -hmm. I'll play you the song I played for this girl, and it was it the completely the wrong song. I should not have picked. It was that a, song. it was a John Mayer song. Yeah, it was, and you can already know how that was going to end. Um, but you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I didn't know that okay. at the time. But um, yeah, and so it's uh, it's been one of those things that you know music became just the biggest thing. Uh, yeah, that's... Hey, hey Ralph, do we have a break coming up at all or no? No, we don't. We we go all the way to okay. the end. We all got right. fifteen Sounds minutes. Good. I, I, make sure. I got that out of the way nice and all quick right. because want, I knew we wanted want lots sure. of Ben here. Just want to make sure, buddy. You know, yeah. fa falling in love with music is such a cool thing. Do you remember the first artist that you you fell in love with their music? It was John Mayer. It was John. It Mayer. was John Mayer. Oh. Um, it it was him because of uh, I think a lot of the artists at that point mm -hmm. um, that I had listened to uh, their kind of on stage presence and stuff was mm -hmm. not as raw as his I should say um, I so you, right I tell you, you Mayor is one heck of a blues guitarist hundred percent like yeah oh my god I was at Summerfest one time buddy guy was playing a Mayor was playing on the main stage and Mayor jumped in a van they took you know to the side stage where Buddy Guy was playing, he jumped up there and just cooked, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing blues player. Yeah, and when he when he plays, I mean, you can you can really like tell like he's just, he's super mm -hmm. into it. But it was him. Uh, people like need uh, need to breathe. I don't know if you know the band Need to Breathe, um, but they are a uh, southern classic rock um, um, band. They they played some songs that really just spoke to me. And a lot of like even my faith, I poured into it's a you know poured into you know music, and it was something that we grew up around. My families are all singers, and so um, we listen to music all the time. I just didn't really care to play or care to really explore mm -hmm. it until this one moment where this girl is like, "Hey, I really like guitar players." So I'm like, "All right, challenge accepted." Do you um 
do you feel like the music scene is 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 changing rapidly in this country all of a sudden? Yeah, um, and it has to. I think it is changing. I think it's going to change. It's always changing. Yeah, it's always it, changing in some aspect. It's hundred percent. Yeah, and it has to. Um, and I think, um, depending grow. on who you are, uh, or what opinion you have, it's gonna it's it's getting better or it's getting worse. I don't know. You know, that's I'm gonna leave that to everyone's that's, opinion that, is everyone's that's opinion. That's you know, that's it's, what I've noticed is a resurgence of people playing instruments again, though. A hundred, but I think it's a it's a good thing. Yeah, um, I, 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 we're we're getting away from the electronic and the hip hop and getting into some more soulful music. And for a while there, it almost seemed like it was a art of the past. Yeah, and within the past couple of years, we've seen in mainstream music again right. yeah well, artists that to, are they, playing they their own have, instruments right they have to play their own instruments and, and that's that's where music in schools is so important yeah Very. um also also kind of a maybe a, an authenticity type thing um where if you see it when you when you see someone play their own stuff and a lot of these artists that are coming up now are the people that have been ghostwriters for such a long time, you know, then the, then the singer songwriter thing happened. And that was really, really big. Like, man, you can write songs and you can actually sing your songs and you can only do that really if you're playing actual instruments. And so that became really a thing. And so maybe, you know, that kind of what started the, the turnaround, you know, to people playing their own stuff all the time. That, but I'm not seeing it being as monolithic either. For, for, for the longest time, you didn't have as much diversity in in the singer-songwriter space. Mm -hmm. And suddenly you're seeing a lot more of that, and I, and, and I think mm -hmm. that it is really making the space much more interesting and, and, and much more artistic than, than, than it was uh, you know, 10 and years ago. Make, you know, and having music that more enjoyable, too. Absolutely. You know, yeah. I mean, that's just what it is. I mean, you can have, I don't want to call any music a fad. I mean, you know, but there are different types of music. Either they stick or they don't, um, you know. It's it's just a matter of you know what's being presented to them. Yeah. What's I mean you know what's being promoted. I play. You know, where's the money? You know, we got then we start following the money. You know where that goes. Absolutely. Right. But the money's going. The money's trending toward people like you, towards this style of music, and I think that's that, hope so. That's a great thing. Let me, last week I played, or the week before, um, the Black Panthers, which I had never heard of a couple you know a year ago, Pumas. and mm -hmm. they ended up Black getting Puma. a Grammy. I'm sorry, Black Pumas. They ended up getting a. Yep, sorry, totally apples and oranges. <laughs> totally different group. Yeah, totally different group. Uh, the Black Pumas. Good yeah. music. Good music. And, uh, they they got a Grammy nomination for best. Uh, they did a they did a private show last week uh, sponsored by Fender and Gibson yeah. on, on YouTube, and and I'm watching this guy play and I'm listening to them as a group sing and I'm thinking this is this is mainstream nice. this is mainstream music again right. this style of music and I'm very very pleased and I think a lot of people are pleased mm -hmm. and I'm hoping that our youth our kids are listening to it and liking it too instead of thinking this this is just a bunch of music that that old people listen to yeah so no. that's that that's that's a fantastic thing and that goes back to what Jim said music in the schools. Is, is going so to keep 100%. Absolutely. I, I think I like where it's going, and uh, I hope it does keep going that way. Well, let's hear that John Mayer cover. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah. All right. A little, so, more, little more Ben here, guys. I'll, I'll just put yourself in the mindset first, right? Uh, so you, this girl tells you, I really like guitar players. You're saying, okay, awesome. I'm going to go home and learn a guitar. I'm going to learn a song, and I'm going to play, you know, play it for um, this girl that I hope she becomes my girlfriend, right? So keep that in mind as you listen to the song, I guess.
It's not a silly little moment. It's not a storm before the calm. It is a deep and dying breath of this love that we've been working on. Can't seem to hold you like I want to, so I can feel you in my arms. Nobody's gonna come and save you. Blown too many false alarms. We're going down, and you can see it too. We're going down, and you know that we're doomed, my dear. We're slow dancing in a ballroom. I was the one you always dreamed of. You are the one I tried to draw. Now, how dare you say it's nothing to me, babe? You are the only lie that I ever saw. But I make the most of all the sadness. You be like that because you can. Oh, you try to hit me just to hurt me, so you leave me feeling dirty, but you can't understand. We're going down. You can see it too. We're going down, and you know that we're doomed. We're going down, yes. And you can see it too. We're going down, and you know that we're doomed, my dear. Slow dancing in a ballroom. So go cry about it, why don't you? Go cry, go cry, go cry. My dear, we're slow dancing in a ballroom. And my dear, we're. Slow dancing in a ballroom. Woo! Yeah. Jimmy Likey. Thanks. Awesome, so it didn't work, huh? No. Can, well, can you imagine with with a first song like that? She was like, "Yeah, that's a little too heavy for me, huh?" Yeah, it's not, it's not gonna work. But <laughs> yeah, and obviously, you know. Did you know when you're first learning guitar, your hands really hurt, <laughs> so you can't can't even hold the chords right, let alone sing the song. So <laughs> everybody's um, everybody's nervous when they're 16 and they got that that that, that heart pounding and they got oh, that, yeah, that, that, yeah. That, that first crush on your on fingers the girl. are sweating, your forehead <laughs> sweating. You sing about burning in a dancing, dancing in a burning room, and yeah, that's not good. <laughs> so that yeah. was it. You never spoke again. No, no, we did speak. Uh, we did speak. She was awesome. She's a good friend. Uh, she's still a good friend of mine, and um, she still lives in Kenya. Um, hopefully, like maybe there's a couple people watching from um, from around. But yeah, um, from Kenya, from Kenya, from Uganda. That's where my rest of my family is right now. Um, I have a so sister. you have family in Kenya and in Uganda. I have some family in Kenya. Yes, uh, I have friends in Kenya. That's where I went to high school. Uh, He's in Uganda, um, mother, father, and my sisters and brothers. Uh, brother is there too. Um, so yeah, hope they're maybe watching. Give a shout out to them. 
Well, definitely give him a shout out. Yeah. And uh, it's you know, we actually have been picking up some some international audience members online that are listening to the music more more than anything else. That's I don't awesome. I don't think they're listening to anything we have to say, but they seem <laughs> they seem to tune in when uh, the music comes and they've been sharing not it. What we have to say. <laughs> But uh, it's 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 so that's again back to the, the the world being flat and being able to share stuff on a level playing field. This is something that is is unprecedented. You go back even even as recent as ten years ago, the music right. industry controlled the music industry. Yeah, and so, and now that's not the yeah. case at all. Someone it's, can someone can set up a webcam and and control their own music business, and that's really really so, cool. I think. So 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 where can people go to hear your music or buy your music at Ben? Um, you can go to Spotify, uh, any streaming service that or Spotify. music streaming service that you choose to use. Uh, YouTube, uh, Spotify, you can do Amazon Music, uh, Google uh, Music. You can find those on there. Um, okay. And uh, I do have a YouTube channel as well. I'm going to be more active with it. I promise you that. Um, and right. then Instagram and Facebook, I'll be on there. Yeah, I, I, we're seeing a lot of that, aren't we? I mean, it's just a time for people to brand themselves more. You know, during this pandemic is, you know, getting on, you know, social channels and, and things as such. Get the stuff out there. That's right. Yeah. Man, I love your music, man. Fantastic. Thank I you very much. I hear more of it. Very much. Very much. If, if you tuned in late, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Ben Moana, M-U-L-W-A-N-A, and you can find him, as you said, anywhere. If you if you Google him, you can find a lot of cool stuff, a lot of live sets that he's done. If you look him up on, on YouTube up in Milwaukee, uh, southeastern Wisconsin area, and in, in the Chicago area as well. We've got about four and a half minutes left, not quite. So I want to make sure that we give you time to get a full song in uh, sure. before we before we go to the top of the hour break. So um, what, what are you gonna what are you gonna drop in for us before we drop out? Uh, you know this is this is a uh, that's pretty good. Uh, this is uh, this is the last song. Uh, this is one on now. It's one of my favorite songs. Um, I hope it uh, lifts your lifts your spirit as well if you're listening to it, especially in a time like this. It just talks about uh, being here uh, with you. It's a song I started writing um, when I went to a just a public meeting with a coalition and racism in Kenosha and Racine. And uh, this song is actually inspired by um, a grandmother who showed up uh, to represent her grandson who was being uh, bullied at his school for the color of his mm. skin. And uh, she just showed up, obviously not the place to show up to address an immediate issue like that, but she just knew one thing that she had to be there for um, her grandson, and so she showed up. And so we started writing this song that, you know, um, it's not necessarily Sweet. you need to know what you need, to, where you need to go, but just be there for the people you love. This is one on our way. Perfect. And we're going to sign off after this. So on behalf of Get Real with Ralph, this is Ralph guys. and Jim Selovich. We're Bye. going to end with Ben Moana. Yeah, on day 37. Have a great and safe night. Take it away, Ben. Bye, Ben. I've got blue in my blood And I've got voices that wake me And can you hear me? You can save me Only you Got no sand in my eyes So tell me, Dave, where is your cousin? And can you see me? You can save me 
And be here with me 